welcome to the first edition of what we are going to call the CatCast. My name is Mike Edwards along with Josh Cazell and this is a new podcast for the 2019 season covering all things Harbor Cats from June through August. So what we're going to do each week, we're going to release a new episode of the podcast and we'll be joined by a different member of the Harbor Cats as well for each episode as a guest. And today... We are thrilled to start things off here in 2019 being joined by the head coach of the Harbor Cats, Todd Haney. So, Todd, thanks for taking the time here today. My pleasure. I'm honored to be the first guest. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, we're really looking forward to yeah. talking to you. We're going to get into a lot of players as well over the course of the season. Um, let's get right into the questions. Josh, uh, sure. do you want to start us off? Yeah, absolutely. And um, first of all, congrats on being named head coach for the Harbor Cats in the 2019 season. Um, was it a pretty easy decision for you to want to come back up to Victoria for another summer? Very easy. Love, love the city, love the people. Uh, the league is fantastic. Our front office is fantastic. Our fans are the best in the league. Uh, so yeah, my wife and I just fell in love with, uh, with the city of Victoria and we're thrilled and excited to be back. Nice. Well, you, of course, were uh, an assistant on Brian McRae's staff last season, um, a guy who you had a, a prior relationship with as a former teammate in the major leagues. So I'm, I'm interested to hear what kinds of things you might have picked up from Brian last summer in terms of the ins and outs of coaching a, a summer ball club. Well, it was actually a great opportunity to be an assistant last year and to just see how Brian ran the club. Um, and learn from him. He's, he has a lot of experience in the game. Um, you know, just the way uh, handling players, uh, you know, the roster itself and maneuvering the roster. It's, it's, that's probably one of the tougher things that we deal with as coaches is, uh, you know, having too many players, not having enough players, having to move players around. So it's, it's actually very difficult uh, to handle that. Um, but just day-to-day, uh, bus rides, uh, making sure players take care of themselves, uh, making sure not to play a player you know, too often and, and burn them out. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's a learning experience the first year here because we play a lot of baseball games in a short amount of time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. Um, you kind of mentioned it there about like, not making sure, being wary of like, burning players out. And I was wondering, like, was there anything like else you saw like last summer maybe that you might have change here this season and kind of put your own footprint on the team? Or it's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I mean, there's always certain things that uh, that every individual does a little bit different. Um, I wouldn't say that there's really anything huge at this point. Uh, you know, I certainly made an emphasis on pitching. Uh, recruiting as many and pitchers as uh, as I could for this year, just because it's always difficult from an arm standpoint. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I don't want any pitcher ever to get hurt here, so I would rather them throw less innings and more innings. And so I definitely put an emphasis on recruiting pitchers. Um, and then outside of that, just you know, maybe some small details as far as uh, you know approach to uh, to some practice things, but. Uh, but nothing really specific or big. You know, Brian and I played together for a long time. Uh, we both played, uh, you know, professional baseball in the big leagues, so we think a lot alike. Um, and we're both very uh, aggressive in how we play the game mm-hmm. and our expectations as far as players hustling. So, uh, you know, there really is a lot of similarities into, into our managerial styles, you know, in addition to our personalities mm-hmm. from that standpoint. Cool. 
What's it like uh, having your son Tanner here for another summer? I know it's, it must be a special opportunity to, to coach him again. It is. It is. It's. Uh, it's. You know, the the uh, the older you get, the more you appreciate the opportunity to spend time with your family, and so it uh, it really is a special time to just you know be able to be out in the ballpark with him and watching him grow and develop and see. Uh, the experience for him and how much he enjoys it, but also just see the development from last year to this year. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, any time that I can spend with my son is always a great time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. for sure. Um, I want to talk a little bit about your time in the big leagues because um, I, I think for a lot of young players who will be coming here to Victoria, when they see that their summer ball head coach is a former big leaguer, they'll probably, you know, their ears will, per will perk up, they'll immediately listen. And um, so, so you managed to build a five-year major league career for yourself after being a 38th round pick of the Seattle Mariners. And I say your draft round because that's probably similar to uh, a spot where a lot of the Harbor Cats players who have played here in the past and are playing here this year uh, have been or will be drafted in that kind of range where, of course, statistically speaking, the odds are pretty long to make it all the way up to the big leagues. So... I want to ask you kind of how does that put you in a spot to mentor and give advice to these players knowing that you beat those odds and made it all the way? Well, and I appreciate you bringing up the 38th round because I take pride in being, first of all, having the opportunity to be drafted. But second of all, being drafted in the 38th round as an undersized player and making it to the big leagues, um, you know, took a lot of work. It, uh, it took a lot of effort. It took a lot of uh, just you know, staying with the process, embracing the grind, um, and uh, and overcoming some odds, as you mentioned. And so, you know, I am proud of that uh, accomplishment, and uh, because it took a lot of work to get there. Mm -hmm. um, so, with that being said, yeah, you know, I'm a I'm a good person for these players to talk to about, you know, what do I need to work on? How does this process work? Um, and I can give them expert advice, you know, as far as listening, as far as learning, as far as uh, you know what it takes day to day. Um, so it uh, it really is a good fit. I had a I had a great time last summer talking to the kids uh, about um, just you know some of the uh, experiences that I've been through, and they were just as you mentioned earlier, they were just eager to learn. They asked great questions. Uh, they were excited about it, and so you know that's another reason I'm excited to be back this year, mm -hmm. is just to have another group of kids that want to learn and want to gain that knowledge of what it takes to play at the next level. Totally. Now you made you're drafted by the Mariners, but you made your major league debut with the Expos in September of 1992, and you actually collected your first hit a few weeks later in a game at the Old Bush Stadium in St. Louis against the Cardinals. And I'm not sure if you remember, but you actually went three for four of that game with an RBI. So you got your first three hits in that game. And I was kind of wondering if you can kind of take, take us through those emotions of like going through your head when you're grounded in first base and it will be a game for that first time, knowing like you were a 38th round draft pick and you like worked your way all the way up to the top there. Well, my first game I was 0 for 5. So that was all <laughs> So... So you talk about the roller coaster being as low as it's going to go to, right. to you know, to, to be called up and the excitement. And, I mean, for me, <coughs> I just wanted to get my, my first hit because I didn't know how long I was going to be there. So I wanted that hit so that I could give that baseball to my father <laughs> for everything that he had done for me to help me play in the big leagues. So that was my whole goal was, hey, let's get one hit. Let me give that ball to my dad. 
and uh, and then let's move forward from there. So all of a sudden, I was over for five, and as you mentioned, I didn't play for a couple weeks. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, please let me get back in there. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I got another opportunity in St. Louis, and uh, boy, I tell you what, once I got that first hit, uh, you know, just just the, the the pressure and the anxiety just all went away, and I'm like, okay, I can relax now and just play the game. And so I was fortunate to get three more hits, but. It was funny that first hit. I got to second base and I'm standing on second base and I looked over and I'm like, it's Ozzy Smith standing there. Like, I, I have his baseball card and now I'm standing on the same field as yeah, Ozzy Smith. Awesome. This is really yeah. cool. That's okay. awesome, man. No way. Yeah. Um, let's get into your job uh, this summer uh, here in Victoria a little bit. So um, I know with the nature of, of summer collegiate baseball, a lot of the players coming in, you might know a little bit about a few guys, but it's a, a learning process where really sometimes you need to watch them play in live action to really uh, learn about a, a certain player or two or maybe most of the players on the roster. So with that said, on paper, where do you see the strengths of this roster? That's another great question. <laughs> uh, on paper, I'm excited about our team. But at the same time, yeah, the draft is coming up, and so I don't know if we're going to lose one player or six players. So you know, that's, a, that's a very difficult part. Um, you know, right now, if you look at our team on paper, we've got speed, we've got some power, we've got a good defense, so we've got some really good baseball players. We have a number of players that are playing in regionals right now, so obviously that tells you they're good baseball players. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited to get those guys here and see what they can do. Um, it just depends on you know who we get here and who we don't as far as the success of the team, but I feel really good that uh, that the efforts that you know the front office put in that, that I put in that our coaches have put in to bring high level players here, high character guys, guys that will fit in well with Victoria, uh, guys that will fit in well with what our expectations are, uh, which is to hustle, which is to embrace the grind, which is to play the game the right way. I feel really good about what we have at this point, and I'm just excited to get our guys here so we can get going. Mm -hmm. For sure. Obviously, now the Corvallis Knights are coming to town on Friday for the home opener, but first you're heading out on the road to Wenatchee to open the season. And how much are you looking forward to getting the season started against the Apple Sox this week? Well, I've been stretching out my back, so I'm getting ready for that nice long bus ride. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's first sure. and foremost, we've got to get ready for the yeah. bus ride. That's going to be a grind now. <laughs> exactly. But no, I, I, uh, I mean, it's fun playing exhibition games, but I'm just, my mind is so focused right now on Tuesday and preparing for our opening series against Wenatchee, and then obviously Corvallis comes in. So we have a you know a, a, a tough start to our season. Mm -hmm. uh, so you know I just want to make sure that we're prepared that we go out and compete and play at the highest level that we can, and uh, and start the season with a, on a positive note. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, the last question we'll ask you uh, is probably one that's on the minds of Harbor Cats fans, the ownership group, the coaches, everyone. Which is um, this team has gotten close the past few years to uh, their first West Coast League championship, reaching the final back in 2017. Of course, they went 40 and 14 back in 2016. So I know that you're familiar with that history, even though you weren't here for those two years. But um, I'll ask you this. What would it mean to you to be the first head coach for the Harbor Cats to bring that elusive West Coast League championship home? Well, I mean, obviously it would be an honor um, just because... 
you would always be known in Victoria as right. as the coach that brought the first championship to the Harbor Cats, which is one of the top organizations in the league. And so, you know, you, you certainly want to be that guy. You know, at the end of the day, I want to help develop players. I'd love to have, you know, 10, 20, 30 players go on to play major league careers. And that's where the reward is. But at the same time, I am a huge competitor and I want to win every game. Um, I expect to win every game and, and uh, I want to do anything and everything that, uh, that I can and that our coaching staff can, can to bring a championship to Victoria. It's well-deserved and, um, and I'm excited about uh, chasing that, uh, that opportunity. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I think these fans are ready for it. <laughs> yes, yeah. they are. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Cool. And we have great fans. I yeah, mean, totally. you know, they're, they're the best fans in the league, and, and I'd love to bring the championship to them. Nice. All right, yeah. well, that's all the questions we have for you today, Todd. And we really appreciate you taking the time with us and talking to us, and best luck this season. All right, thank you. Appreciate it. Cool. And that's going to do it for us today in the first ever CatCast. Uh, we hope you enjoyed listening in and watch out for new episodes in the podcast, hopefully every Monday or so on the Harbor Cats social media pages. And we'll get a bunch of different players and team personnel on here over the course of the season to hopefully, hopefully bring you a bit close to the team and what goes on beyond the nine innings. But for now, thanks for tuning in for our first ever episode, and we'll see you next time.